Akaki again. And what do we think of Akaki now? I admired Akaki's determination and his endurance of self-deprivation when he resolved to raise the 80 rubles to pay for his new cloak. Quote, It would be necessary to curtail his ordinary expenses, to dispense with tea in the evening, to burn no candles, and, if there was anything which he must do, to go into his landlady's room and work by her light. Unquote. But even these admirable efforts took a turn toward the absurd. To make his shoes last longer, quote, when he went into the street, he must walk as lightly as he could, and as cautiously, upon the stones, almost on tiptoe, in order not to wear his heels down in too short a time, unquote. The image of him going around on tiptoe to make his shoes last is a pretty ridiculous and pathetic one. I was also delighted to see the ways in which working toward his new cloak made him a new man. He was able to endure his suffering, quote, by treating himself, so to say, in spirit, by bearing ever in mind the idea of his future cloak, unquote. And we are told that, quote, even his character grew firmer, from his face and gait, doubt and indecision, all hesitating and wavering disappeared. Fire gleamed in his eyes, and occasionally the boldest and most daring ideas flitted through his mind, unquote. But we do have to bear in mind that this newfound spiritual value that stirs new life into a cocky, that makes his usually quiet heart begin to throb, is an item of clothing. The thing he has come to see as a companion along life's path, almost as a wife even, is a cloak. And the example we are given of the bold and daring ideas he is driven to is, why not a Martin fur collar? And to what end are this new drive, enthusiasm, and confidence devoted? Following up on the idea of Petrovich as the devil, it seems like his love of this new cloak has merely drawn him into corruption. In this man who used to walk around with melon rinds on his hat, it seems to have awakened feelings of vanity. While he wore it, quote, he was conscious every second of the time that he had a new cloak on his shoulders, and several times he laughed with internal satisfaction. In fact, there were two advantages. One was its warmth, the other its beauty, unquote. This man, who used to live in contentment with his humble lot, now, quote, could not refrain from rejoicing when he saw how they praised his cloak, unquote. It also awakens lustful and dissolute impulses in him. The man who used to walk through the city streets dreaming of letters and oblivious to his surroundings now stops to gaze at an erotic picture in a window and chases after a woman without knowing why. He is cajoled into attending a christening for his cloak and into drinking two glasses of champagne. Whereas once he spent his evenings copying and dreaming of what he would be sent to copy on the morrow, he now whiles away the hours gazing at his new cloak and writes nothing. So, I still say the same thing. We're meant to sympathize with his plight, scorn his foibles, and, maybe most of all, enjoy the comedy of this character sketch. <laughs>